So the question that I'm asking today is, is there life after mental illness? I don't know if you find this a strange question to ask. I don't even know if you've even thought about it that much. Most people that live with mental illness and suicidality, suicidal ideation, don't think that their life can get any better. In fact, they think that their mere existence makes life harder for everyone around them, not just themselves, because they see themselves as the cause of all the pain that they see around themselves. But the question for me comes down to, can you live again once you've got a diagnosis of any kind of mental illness? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to tell you why I say yes on STP today. Let's dive in and see what happens. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. Alrighty, no matter what you think of the question, uh, is there life after mental illness? It is a question that I have asked myself a lot. When I was first diagnosed with a mental illness, um, I didn't know what was wrong. I understood that I was not myself. I understood that I was not who I wanted to be, but was I damaged? Was I broken? Was I making it up? Was it in my head? Was it nonsense? Was it me just feeling sorry for myself? These were all the thoughts that were going through my head. And the day that the doctor turned to me and said, Mark, you've got PTSD and you've got it bad. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. Yes, you've been told that you've got this horrible thing. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not making it up. The question after that becomes, what happens now? Similar to a person that gets a cancer diagnosis and then is able to beat it. They go into remission, the drugs help, the chemo helps, whatever it is helps, the surgery, whatever. You don't ever say that they uh, are a cancer person, but they're a person that lives with cancer and that cancer may not rear its ugly head all the time, but they have to keep a check on it. And that can be the case with mental illness. It will never, ever go away completely. You will never be free of the threat of your mental illness symptoms coming back. Say somebody with high cholesterol, they need to change their eating habits. They don't just change them for a little while and then go back to their bad eating habits. They have to do the things to make their quality of life work. That's how it is with mental illness. Yes, you've got a diagnosis. Yes, it's horrible. Yes, what you're living through is the worst. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. Your life is not over because of mental illness. Mental illness is not the end 
of the journey. I want you to think about that. Some people see, well, 20, 30 years ago, a diagnosis of cancer, that person was going to die. They were going to die. That was it. You say they got cancer, up uh, they're out. Maybe they'll make it through. Now, though, it's like, okay, well, what kind of cancer is it? How bad is it? How far is it spread? What treatment are you going to do? It's not an instant death sentence. Yeah, it's catastrophic, and yes, it's horrible, but we don't see it as the death sentence that we used to see it. Mental illness is somewhat similar. It can seem like my life is now going to be a living hell because my mind, uh, for whatever reason, is damaged in such a way that the chemicals aren't allowing me to live a so-called healthy mental life. The proof is in the pudding here. I, in the last 20, 17 years, have lived with constant depression, anxiety, um, PTSD, complex PTSD. Um, Self-worth is an issue for me. Um, why would I do anything because I'm so hopeless and pathetic that it wouldn't make a difference anyway? Well, a funny thing happened to me after I was diagnosed. I lost a couple of jobs. I was working in places that just weren't right for me, the public service. <laughs> and I had a breakdown, a massive breakdown. And this led to a suicide attempt tried very hard to end my life you could have said at that moment when I was lying in the psych ward covered in pepper spray the other people in the psych ward afraid of me that my life was over that that was the end uh, I know that my wife considered that to be a turning point if things don't change our lives together would end Now, the thing is, I was committed to getting better, and I renewed that commitment with my wife every time we were in a doctor's appointment. Every time I went to a psych, I didn't want to go. Every time I took my pills, I hate taking pills. It's reaffirming to my wife that I want to get better. Couldn't work anymore. Still can't do a, a proper job. My mental health is just so skewed that I can't be consistent enough to do, to even show up for a job regularly. Um, I just, I can't. But my wife said, um, after one job in the public service, they actually gave me a redundancy. I'm very happy to. It was probably one of the fastest redundancies that's ever happened. I put in the paperwork, they said a day later, yep, you got it. <laughs> so for the first time in, well, in our whole lives, we had a little bit of money. Not much, but enough for me to be able to take a breath and say, okay, I've brought in something approximating a wage. Um, so I can just, I can 
give myself a break about that because that's a big thing for me. Not being able to work uh, is something that I struggle with um, a lot. My wife turned to me and said, what's something you would do if you could do anything in the world? And it's not something that I'd really given thought to ever beforehand. Um, I'd always been about the next thing. What are we doing next? What's happening next? Never, hey, could I actually want something? And I said something that could have seemed foolish at the time. I was embarrassed to tell my psych about it. But I said, I'd love to do radio. Well, my wife being a force of nature, two weeks later, I was um, presenting at a radio station in Canberra, a local one, just just um, a volunteer. A couple of months after that, I got my first job offer to do radio announcing full time. Now, bear in mind, a couple of years earlier, I had given up and I had... Um, chosen to end my life i decided in my mind that my life was ending so all of this was weird to me because i'd given up on my life and then all of a sudden i'm on i'm on air and i'm on radio and i'm i'm good at it i surprised myself i loved it i was able to overcome many obstacles in my mental health but at the same time i was deathly afraid that people would find out about my mental illness then one day we had a ultra marathon runner come in and tell his story of running from i don't know sydney to canberra or something some crazy amount and i just said to him at the end of the interview i didn't even think about what i was saying but it was along the lines of uh, as somebody living with mental illness i just i want to thank you for your courage something like that something polite nice to end an interview on well next morning i came in and there was emails in my inbox about mark and it was with the with the tagline the 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 line at the top of the email that says um mark mental illness and my heart sank um i nearly went into a panic attack i had the tools to breathe through a panic attack at that stage and I forced myself to keep reading and it was hard and because it was you know a bunch of emails there going through each one waiting for the world to end and it didn't it was just people thanking me for talking about my mental illness on air and I hadn't even talked about it I'd made this throwaway comment that I did not remember making. Now, I had not told people about my mental illness because I was ashamed. I hated myself. That's why going on radio, in retrospect, seems like the worst idea. But I tell people I was sitting in a small room talking to myself, playing music. It was a fantastic job. And before I mentioned my mental illness, when people would come into the station, it was always, oh, we want to meet Mark, the, the guy behind the, the microphone. And it was kind of exciting. I was a minor, minor F-list celebrity. <laughs> um, 
But after I mentioned that I lived with a mental illness and I became braver, I started talking about it a little bit more. People didn't come in nervous and anxious about meeting the DJ. It was conversation around, oh, I have a mental illness as well. I'm so thankful that you brought it up. I, I would never have guessed that you live with mental illness. Fast forward to today. Uh, in the last week, I spoke in four schools and the police academy about living with mental illness. I got a podcast. Um, we need more um, followers and likers. Got a lot of people watching. Um, they tell me that I've got to increase my my followers. So I don't know what that means, but if you could subscribe, I'd appreciate it. But my life is full. I'm still married. I have three kids. I worked on radio and it was awesome. I get to do this podcast, which I love doing. I've written a couple of books. One of them you can get now on Amazon. Digital. It's $4 or something. My next book's coming out soon. There is life after a diagnosis with mental illness. I promise you. I guarantee it because I'm living proof. If you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to trust the team around you, quite literally at times I've had to use my team, turn to my wife and say, I'm thinking this. Is this right? And she's able to say, well, no, of course not. The level of trust that that takes. And some days are hard. Some days are still shocking. But I'm living a life that I like. Yeah, there's things that I'm working towards, things that I want to change, things that could be better. But whose life isn't like that? I just want you to know. And I'm talking to anybody that is living with suicidal ideation. There is life after this. You aren't alone. Reach out. Ask for help. I promise you, there is life after mental illness. Even if the diagnosis doesn't go away, still with you, you can still live a wonderful life. And I really hope you do. Hey, thanks for joining us on STP. We'll be back um, next week, as always. Have a great one. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast.